TNT, TNT, TNT. Welcome to episode 15, TNT, TNT, TNT. Uh, this is one half of your host, uh, one half of the TNT podcast. It's Tulorian, uh, hip hop commentator, connoisseur, whatever you want to call us. I got my brother here, Tim, and let him introduce himself like he always does so perfectly well. Yes, sir. Uh, this is Timothy here. Welcome to episode 15 of the TNT podcast. TNT, TNT, TNT. Episode 15. We are here. We are halfway uh, to episode 20. We're putting in work and I'm so happy to be here. I'm very, very excited for this episode, man. I've been waiting on this one, man. Tiana Taylor, Beyonce, Wale. It's a lot of black excellence. Oh, that's yeah. going on right now, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to get into uh, some topics on this episode, but uh, like I always started off, how are you doing, my brother? I'm doing great, bro. I'm doing really, really good. Just been chilling, working, you know, still trying to be safe out here, these COVID-19 streets, you know. Uh, yeah, just trying to be safe, clean, healthy, uh, just trying to make sure... Uh, I'm just, yeah, just trying to make sure I'm staying away and not getting in large crowds and staying to myself. And if I am going somewhere, making sure I'm taking all preliminary precautions, washing my hands, constantly taking showers, just being clean and healthy or whatever. But what about you? How you doing, bro? I'm surviving. I'm surviving, doing the same thing, trying to duck and dodge this this COVID. It's back. Like it never left. And yeah. we're, like I said in the last episode, we're about to catch a second round. So, you know, I'm just trying to stay precautious, stay clean, and stay in the house. But other than that, you know, just work, you know, the normal, the normal things that, you know, that we all do every day. Yeah. So, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy going on over here. And, you know, I do just want to say I've been paying attention to everything. So I do just want to say one thing, man. Black black people are amazing. Black people are amazing. All the all the people that are coming together and everyone that's, you know, speaking up and speaking out against, you know, the injustices that have been going on and everything that's just been happening, man. Black people are are black being black is beautiful. Black is beautiful. Yeah. Black is great. And I just want to say on this podcast that I am happy, more than happy to be black. I'm 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 proud to have black skin. I'm proud yes. to be black. I'm I'm proud that you know I'm still here, still breathing, and you know hopefully I can you know make it to being a strong black figure one day, and as as you as well. Hopefully you make it to being a strong black figure and. Yeah, man, I just wanted to just put that out there, man. It's great to be black. Yeah, man, I, I, I agree, bro. It's Being black is lit. It's just, it's, I don't know, it's just so much flavor to being black, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, we just do things that are just at a high caliber, and I love it. It's just seeing so much black excellence and seeing so many people speak out on uh, social and political and all these different issues that are black and, and people that are like standing with black people. I love that too. So it's amazing just being black and just 
I don't know. I just, I just love it, man. I, I, I just everything about it, from just the music to the culture to the dancing to the food to just supporting black businesses. Like I, that's that's a major thing uh, that uh, I've been trying to get people to do is support black businesses because I think people don't realize the amount of black businesses that are actually around them, and uh, I think that's important that people just support that because you know a lot of people they quick to support other stuff but they don't you know they don't want to support their own community so i i just be wanting to like reiterate that that it's just good to support black businesses so yeah it's always that's always a good thing so yeah man being black is lit i love it for sure man support black businesses you know whatever it is whether it be the chicken spot down the street whether it be yep. us with our podcast whether it be you know people that are just trying to get the community to come together in any way shape or form that they can support black businesses and you know i feel like we're going to continue to set trends we're going to continue to be the culture we are the culture and you know i just i can't wait to see all the great things that that happen cuz with everything that's happened with this uh, in this year, you know it. You know when when injustices and things like that happen, it, it's always very very sad, mm-hmm. and it does suck that we go through those situations. But great things come out of it. Great. Oh yeah. oh yeah. A lot of great things come out of it, and you know I just can't wait to see how people you know kind of take away from this and express themselves and. You know, there's a there's a lot of people that are doing a lot of great things right now. You know, I've seen I've been seeing a lot of people, man, that that I know that, you know, that are, you know, just just doing a lot. They're just they're just doing a lot. They're doing a lot with their voice. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're they're using their talents in any way that they can. And it's I love it. I love everything that, that I'm seeing right now. I love it all. Yeah, man, I, I, I agree. It's, it's, we're, it's a lot of people are producing a lot of great things out of this. Like, and, uh, you know, we we hate that this, you know, coronavirus, COVID-19 or whatever happened, but it's at the same time, it's kind of giving people, um, I don't know, it's, it's giving people, I guess you could say a voice and, or just kind of like, like reassessing themselves or just getting somewhere where they can just write or just create or whatever they want to do. I think that's, and it has been really great for black people that have just been, that are like artists and that create because we've gotten a lot of great stuff out of all of this craziness. And that just shows you with black people, even when there's a struggle, even when there's something crazy going on, we can still make that beautiful, like something beautiful out of that. So yes, shout out to everybody that's like has an art form and they were just putting out great products or great content, continue doing that. We are here for it. Definitely, definitely, 100%. Shout out to everybody that's out there creating, you know, making projects, doing whatever the hell y'all are doing. Keep doing it. Keep pushing. Your hard work is going to pay off. And salute. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So how, how you want to start this? Where do you want to jump in first with this? Uh, let's see. So I, I couldn't wait to uh, actually get to this episode because I feel like 
Tiana Taylor is she's she's way past her just due at this point. Man, way past her just due. And I'm so happy and I'm so excited for this new album. And, you know, for me, it just really kind of put things into perspective. It really going going back to her seven album, which I thought was, I thought was a dope album. Uh, I think at the time, that was when she had just signed to good music. I know she had Pusha T Mm -hmm. on the album, and, you know, Mm -hmm. she had some other people on there. So I think she had just signed to good music. And, you know, seeing the trajectory of her career, it kind of shows that she is now in 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 a way better position than what she was before. You know, she signed to good music with the Seven album. You know, she was kind of a new artist over there with Kanye. So I'm pretty sure they probably didn't really know how to how to market her, how to work her at that time. And then the Keep That Same Energy came out. And, you know, we all know the backstory with that album, how she was very, very unhappy with the rollout. And she didn't like the way, you know, Kanye had, you know, one version of the album. And then at the last minute, they they changed it. And there was a lot of songs that were supposed to be on, or a few songs on there that we were supposed to be able to hear. And then they weren't on there. So there was just a lot of shit that was going on with that album as well. And then we finally get to this album, and I just feel like this is finally, this is this is finally the album that I feel like Tiana Taylor wanted to make. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, and, and it makes sense that she called it the album because it's just the la- like you just said, the last two albums, she didn't really get what she wanted out of it because honestly, her last two projects were great to me. It's just it just wasn't what she wanted it to be. I guess as a result, because in a sense, that the last album, uh, keep that same energy, it kind of flopped in a way. Like, or I don't know, it, it it seemed like it flopped, but to me, it was so great. And I was like, this album is really, really good. It's just people are not, I guess, perceiving it or receiving it like the way she wants them to. Like, it's just like they're not getting. But she's not getting the results out of the hard work that she's putting in. I guess she didn't feel like and it. And I didn't feel like that either. It seemed like she was just it kind of feel like Kanye dropped the ball on her in a sense, because I don't know. She just she just wasn't happy with it because I think he kept mixing the album after it was already out. And it was just a lot of craziness going on with it. And so uh, and then the fact that she's in a way, been signed to good music, I guess you could say 10 years. And I guess she's just like, I'm not really feeling like I'm getting the music that I want out. And this is a lot of time. And it's like these, in this album to me, just felt like she finally created the album she wanted to, to create. So I'm really happy for her. And uh, yeah, man, I'm really, really happy. For, I'm proud of, I'm, I'm proud of this album. I know she's proud of it. One hundred percent. I know she's definitely proud of it. And there's a there is a deeper conversation that can be had here because it is very, very important for artists to I guess we can just call it artist control. You know, I believe yeah. that that artists should have more control of the work that they produce. You know, I know that, you know, there's a formula that that people have to that artists have to follow with the label who they're signed to. And things like that, but I think this is this is the this was a situation where maybe Kanye was probably just like okay, because I, I think Kanye only produced one song on here. 
I'm so happy that Kanye was not on this album anywhere to be found. I'm so happy. Wow. And, I honestly did not know that that he only produced one song on this album. He only produced one song, and I think it was one of the songs that was near the end. And I'm pretty sure Kanye was probably just like, you know, the last album, it didn't didn't work the, it didn't it didn't go the way we wanted it to go. And then the first album, I feel like the first album was a was a good album, but I don't feel like it was marketed the way mm-hmm. that it should have been. It wasn't. And I really feel like it's like what you just said. I, I really, really feel like Kanye dropped the ball with keep that same energy, which mm-hmm. to me is kind of. I'm trying to find the, the right term. I guess it, it, it just sucks because I feel like Kid See Ghost was good and it got the it got the proper promotion. Mm-hmm. Of course, Kanye is going to make sure his own album got the promote, uh, pro, uh, the proper promotion. I, I also do think that he dropped the ball with uh, Nasir as well. I think he dropped the ball with that too. But yeah, uh, Pusha Pusha got the right. You know, oh, he yeah. he got his shit, he got his shit yeah. right. Oh yeah, so, he, he got he got Pusha T stuff like all the way right. So so right that it got nominated for a Grammy. Right. Yeah, it did get nominated for a Grammy. But uh, keep that same energy. Just it, it, it was a, it was a really really good project. It just for whatever reason it just it just didn't stick. It didn't stick. Yeah, but it's, it's crazy. But I feel like this album is is the one, and I it's like uh, like you said uh, she called it the album, and I do feel like she called it the album for a reason because I think this is. This is the one where she was finally comfortable. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of vulnerability on this album. There's a whole lot of vulnerability from from the intro, from the it's, beginning. It's yes, 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 yes. Yeah, from the vulner the 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 intro, it is vulnerable from jump. So, you know, when I first turned this album on, I think I maybe rewinded the intro maybe two or three times. Same. And you know me, I, I'm a, I'm a big content introspective vulnerability type of person. That's, I think that's the reason why, you know, mm-hmm. I like Sky Blue so much. Uh, that's the reason why, you know, the past couple of years, Royce of five nine has just been out of this world to me because we are getting sides of these artists that, you know, you wouldn't normally get. And I think whenever you get to that side of your brain, you know, it just it, it's just different. It's just different from there. And I think that's exactly how I felt about this album. It's just different. Like from jump, I knew this album was gonna be different. Yep. Yep. So the intro is Iman Shumpert on the phone with a doctor because uh Tiana Taylor gave birth in the bathroom at her house. And she actually confirmed this on the I think the last record with Lauren Hill, she did confirm and say that that was Iman, um, mm-hmm. and her giving birth at that in the house. So mm-hmm. hearing that and hearing the phone call, to me was just like, man, man, we're we're about to get some you know some pieces of her that we that we haven't gotten before. Yep. 
that's exactly how I feel. I was like, she's about to go in on this. Like, once I heard like Iman, like Iman cry, and I was just like, and I heard her, like I was like, yeah, this is this is crazy. And and one thing that I did think was dope about this album, I don't want to go. Uh, we're gonna talk about each track, but I don't want to go in order. I just want to jump around because there's a lot of standouts on this. One thing that I did like about it though was the fact that she put OGs on this. So Erica Badu, Missy Elliott, Lauren Hill, uh Ross, like she she put mm-hmm. she put all of the OGs on this album. And I think she did say uh during an interview she was saying that she did that because she wants the younger generation to to understand where she got her influences from and where she gets her her um talent from and you know things like that. So I think that's that's real real dope. Oh yeah, oh yeah, cuz she's a she's a big uh she's a big 90s person. So she really loves like music and fashion. She loves everything from the 90s. Is uh when I've watched multiple interviews of her, that's her huge like her biggest inspiration is from the 90s. So it it made so much sense that this album sounded the way it sounded because I, when I listened to this album, I actually felt like I was like going back to the nineties in a sense. And, uh, I, and, and then it made me think about how her music would have been if she actually was in the nineties era. And I was like, man, that would have been interesting. I think she would have fit right in perfectly with the nineties. So yeah, I, I definitely see why she put the artist that she put on the album. Yeah, definitely. I didn't even think about that, man. Her her making music in the 90s, I that would be very very interesting. Yeah, I definitely man. I definitely think that she would fit right in because she's one of those artists artists who you know like like when we when we discussed the cover, when me and you talked about the cover, mm-hmm. um you know what you said it, it reminded you of um Grace, Grace Jones. Jones. Yeah. Grace Jones. So she she is definitely an artist artist where I feel like when she is is in the studio or wherever she is creating, she she makes sure that the imagery and everything is gonna is, is gonna get across to us. Like mm-hmm. she 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 seems like one of those cerebral people that's gonna make sure that we're gonna get that. So um yeah man the, the beginning of this album is is crazy like it's crazy so like at the beginning you have the song with Ross on it mm-hmm. like the the production and man man the, the beginning of this album is is, is crazy yeah it, she got Junie singing at the beginning i'm like wow this is i love this like <laughs> i love Yo, how Rick, she incorporates the her ex, her family in the album Rick, yeah, man, and, and Rick Ross, we 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 have to have a conversation. Yeah, about gonna, Ross. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta have that on the episode where we we talk about that. Rick yes, Ross. we have to have a conversation about Ross because he is ridiculous. And when you when you put him over the right instrumental, yes, yes, I yes, feel man. like. Rick Ross just taps into a whole nother, I don't even know. 
I don't even know. So that record was nuts. Uh, That's the comeback to me. And then, of course, you already know how I felt about the uh, Erica Badu joint. Oh, my God. Yes, man. Like, you know, Erica just always blesses us just with just her lovely voice, her lovely presence. Man, shout out to Erica, bro. She's just there's no there's nobody like Erica Badu, man. Yo, that that next lifetime flip, yes, was nuts, insane. And that that to me is a timeless. That's a timeless record. So the fact that they were able to do that and and make it sound. As good as they did, mm-hmm. oh man, hats off, hats off, for real, for real. How do you how do you feel about um, the the let's or not let's build? Uh, we're gonna talk about let's build in a second because I want to know why Quavo was there. Um, wake up, <laughs> wake up, love with Iman. How do you how do you feel about NBA players rapping? Uh, okay, so. Honestly, I don't, I don't have a problem with uh with uh NBA players rapping as long as they can actually rap. Now, I feel like some NBA players only rap when or I feel like some NBA players rap just because they're like I'm a basketball player, I can if I put out an album or a mixtape, people going to listen to it cuz they know I'm an NBA player, so they're going to li- try they're going to listen to the mixtape, so it's going to get some type of views cuz people know who I am, at least somewhat know who I am, but um, but yeah, if, if they can actually rap, yes, put out music, but if you can't rap and you just doing it, I, yeah, no, don't do that, but how do you feel about Iman rapping? Do you like the way Iman raps? <sighs> so, it's a great song. Don't get me wrong. It's a great song. And I know that, you know, there are a couple I know that she's going to, you know, she's going to make sure that he that he has because, I, you know, I remember seeing their interview on The Breakfast Club and, you know, he was talking about, you know, his his rap career and how he feels about rap and things like that. But, you know, I, I think these NBA players need to stop trying to be Shaq. You know, <laughs> I think I think it worked for Shaq and he because Shaq could actually rap. Like he was actually like rapping, rapping. And oh yeah, oh yeah. He he had a song with Biggie. Yeah. So Shaq Shaq was actually rapping. So I think you know they think it'll work because of that. But all all I'm gonna say is no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, it's man. a dope song. It's a dope song. Don't get me wrong. That's a that's a dope song. Um, you know I thought she killed she killed her verse on it. And then you know he kind of comes on, and I'm just like, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, and you know what? Because this this album is almost perfect, if if I if I have to say so myself. And it's probably just little things like that that was just that made it not perfect. And it was just like, if it's like, if it's like a hundred percent, the album is probably like ninety nine point five. And there's like maybe a couple flawed areas in it. It's like maybe that was one of the flawed areas of the album. Yeah, even even with that, even with that verse being on there, I, I still think this album is it's ridiculous. So 
It's and that's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you of all people, you know how I am. I first saw this track list. This this album is like 23 songs long. So when I first saw it, I was mm-hmm. like, man, hell no, I'm not finna listen to no goddamn 23 song fucking army <laughs> album. But to me, it says it it says a lot that this this album has that many records on it and it's as good as it is. So, you know, even though I like short albums, there Mm -hmm. are some albums out there that are long that I think are great. So, you know, yeah, yeah. This is one of, this is one of the ones that is, yeah, uh, this is, it's a long album, but it's great. Like you literally can play this album and listen to it all the way straight through. It's like, it's literally every song is great. Yeah, man. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but yeah, why why on why is Quavo on Let's Build? Why is that there? Yeah, I was I was I was listening to that song and I was like, honestly, this song would have been fine without Quavo. And I'm a fan of Quavo, but I just he didn't fit into this song for me. It, it just I could be a fan of you, but if you just don't fit into a song for me, I'm just gonna be like I'm not going to act like I like the song if you're on it, even though I'm a fan of you. But if you don't fit for that song to me, then you just don't fit. So, And I felt like that about Quavo with him being on that song with her. And that's a that's a tragedy, too, because that Let's Chill flip that they did was mm-hmm. amazing. Yep. So I feel like this song could have been so much greater if she had gotten another R&B artist on there with her and you know mm-hmm. the first person I thought of whenever I first uh, turned this record on was Eric Bellinger oh man that would have been I so think, I think Eric Bellinger Eric Bellinger would have been perfect for that oh, record man that would have sounded so dope and oh, you know oh my gosh that's crazy Yes, so for everybody out there that hasn't listened to Eric Bellinger, please do. I think he's one of the more one of the one of the underrated R and B artists that we have now. That mm-hmm. his name, like he he needs he need he I don't know somebody needs to do something with him, somebody, because yeah, man, Eric Bellinger is great. Facts. So. You know, on the TNT podcast, we have to do hot takes. Hot take, hot take, hot take. <laughs> the, the record Shoot It Up with Big Sean. Hot take, hot take, hot take. Well, first, let me just say this. When I first when I first looked at the, the name of that track, I was like, oh, shit. Like, let me make sure nobody's in the car when I listen to this because they're going to be talking about shooting clubs up and Man, <laughs> and when I say shoot the club up, I'm not literally saying shoot the club up. I'm saying shoot the club up. <laughs> oh, so, hot take: Big Sean and Tiana Taylor, the new 2088. Hmm. Whoa. I and and this may be because I'm jaded. I have been tired of Janae Iko for a very long time. I'll be honest oh. with you. So a lot of people that are listening yeah. to this episode, you're probably going to be upset. Oh, but snap. 
I have been tired of Janae Iko for a while because her content has just kind of remained the same. So when I heard this record and Big Sean sounded like Drake on this song. Like I thought I thought I was listening to Drake. I was like, holy shit, Tiana Taylor and Drake? But it was Sean. Mm-hmm. And I thought those two did so good together that mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind if if uh, Big Sean just went on ahead and just kicked Janae Iko to the goddamn curb and just gone, went on ahead and took Tiana Taylor and made the new 2088. That would be great, but we, you know we, you know that's not going to happen. You know Big Sean ain't kicking Janae Iko to the curb. That's just, you know. You know how that goes. Them in their whack-ass toxic relationship. <laughs> You know that you know how that goes. It's not that's not happening. Big Sean kicking her to the curb at all. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, You know, a brother can dream. A brother can dream. (laughs) Shoot it up was a dope song, and it just kind of made me think that Big Sean is about to come back and snap. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. And usually when I say an artist sounds like another artist, like how I said Drake, he sounded like Drake on this record. It wasn't that he sounded like Drake in a bad way. He sounded like Drake in a in a in a dope way. Yeah. I guess if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It probably doesn't make sense. But I get we'll what you're just, saying. Yeah, we'll just say that it makes sense. So that was that was one of my favorite records on this album. But Talorian. <laughs> the morning record with Kalani. Oh man. God damn. <laughs> oh my lord. So this record actually came out, I believe, before the album came out. It was like a single. And I remember it trending on Twitter because everybody was going crazy about the video because I guess they were talking about how they were both acting like lesbians in the video. Mm-hmm. And um, let me just tell you, DeLorean, when this record came on, I wanted to turn the album off. I wanted to go home and I wanted to go make 10 babies. I <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, that, I'm not that, done. That's, that's a great record. That is a great record. I'm not done though. I wanted to go home and I wanted to make 10 babies and those babies were going to come out and they were already going to be the age of three immediately. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. This record is amazing. This is great. It's Fact. great. And you know, I always have this thing that, that goes on in my head where I, you know, try to put together a list of like the top songs that come out within a year. And then, you know, it just ends up getting too excessive because there's just so much damn music. But this, 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 this is bananas. Like this record is been like, they killed that shit. Her and they Kalani did. killed that shit. They did, bro. That did, they they did. killed that shit. Yes. Like that, that to me, Man, 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 man. Like that, that was that was one of the, the songs on the album where I was just like, 
this is a high, that was definitely a highlight on the album. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad if them two ran off and made a collab album together. I was just about to say that. Uh, or I was just thinking that. I was like, I would love to hear a Tiana Taylor Kalani collab album. Or or at least like EP, like maybe eight, like maybe eight, nine songs or some, seven songs or something like that. Like uh, just the just EP or album, it doesn't matter. I would love it. Just seeing them bounce ideas off each other, like that would just be an interesting project. And I'm phony as fuck because I wasn't even a Kalani fan until her last project came out. So I feel like I'm phony as hell because, you know, Kalani, she, like I said, I don't know if it was the Kyrie Irving thing or the YG thing. I don't know what it was, but she, she's been, she's been bugging. Oh man, you, I'm, I'm, I'm right behind you, bro. Like the, uh, the last album, like this, the newest album from Kalani was honestly the first full length album I've listened to by Kalani. Like, I've heard songs here and there, but her past couple albums or whatever, I hadn't, I had never heard. I had heard songs here and there, but I don't know what made me just listen to this last album. I just, something was just like, listen to it. And I listened to it and it was just great. But yeah, um, they, they putting out music at a high level, both of them right now. Yeah. Yeah, man. They look, shout out to Kalani. You, shout out to you. I know you're not listening, but shout out to you, man. But that 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 song is is crazy. Like that that shit is crazy. Um, booming, booming with Missy Elliott was call me crazy. Am I the only one that didn't really hear Missy Elliott on that, or am I am I tripping? Nah, I feel like I heard her, but I not the way I wanted to. Like. I didn't hear um I'm trying to remember, did she have a verse? I don't even think she had a verse on there. I think she was just like it almost seemed like the like what Drake did on the uh the the mixtape where he had Chris, but you didn't really hear Chris, but in the background, like Oh yeah. The uh great value jaded. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> yeah, like I kind of felt like that. Uh Cause I wanted to hear more of Missy, um, on that song, but you know, it's all good with me. It's, st- it's still a great album. Uh, but I, yeah, I I wish I could have heard a little bit more of Missy on the album, cause we all know Missy is a goat, one of the goats as far as just artists, just her creativity and songwriting skills is, and videos are just like the greatest. Facts. Facts. Shout out to Missy Elliott. Future was on that, but who cares? Um, oh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Future. Uh, um, How You Want It with uh, King Combs. We that was, that was one of the records that we already had too, right? So we already had that. I think she re- uh, re- released that as a single. Yeah, so, that, was a single. that was a single. And, and it gave me that definitely gave me '90s vibes because it looked like those old Mace and P Diddy videos and one twelve oh, yeah. videos. Facts, facts. How do you feel about? Because I, I don't, I, I haven't really ever 
um, listen to King Combs. Uh, so this is he is he all right or because I mean I really don't really know much about none of Diddy's sons. Oh, I I I don't know as much as you. <laughs> uh, I I literally have not heard songs by this guy. I've heard that was probably the first song I heard with him on it, and uh, he literally sounds like Diddy. Literally, mm. yeah, he does. Aspects. Yeah, man. Um, the Lauren Hill record was dope. Uh, it's a real, real black record. I like that. Uh, I was, that that's I, different. I like that record. I like that record, but I was kind of hurt because I thought I was gonna get a Lauren hook or something. Yeah, that was that her talking at the end. That was her talking at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because it didn't even it didn't even really sound like her to be honest. It didn't to you? No, to me it didn't. I mean, maybe I'll have to go back and play it again. But no, the first time I, I listened to it, I was like, this don't even sound like Lauren Hill. But I don't know. I, I could I could just be driven. Uh, I don't know. It might be. I don't know if that's a. Oh, that might be a clip. That that might be a. That might be from the nineties. That might have been an old, or or that could have been now. I don't know. It sounded like a. It, it sounded like almost like an interview I've heard from the nineties. Cause I, I used I would watch like Lauren Hill interviews and that might be an old clip that she used to put in the song, but yeah, I'm gonna have to definitely go back on that song. But yeah, when I saw featuring Lauren Hill, I was like, "Is Lauren on here singing or what?" But I was a little disappointed about that, but I was still fine because I I like hearing Lauren Hill talk and sing, of course. Like, but yeah, I, I love just hearing Lauren Hill's voice. Period. But yeah. That was a great song. Yeah, man. Shout out to Lauren Hill. Um, Made It is the song that Kanye produced. Um, I thought that song was cool. Still was one of the standout songs on here because, or on the album for me, because that was one of the records where I feel like she, her emotions were just all over that. Like it was just all over that song. And of course, at the end of the song, you know, she starts crying. So it, it just goes back to what I said, man. The the vulnerability is all over this project. It's it's this is this is the album she wanted to make. I know for a fact that this is the album that she wanted to make. And I know that this album is gonna see the best results because yes. well, first of all, salute to Tiana Taylor and congratulations to Tiana Taylor because this album did go number one. So Yes. Salute. She deserves it, man. She really, really, really deserves this. Like I love, 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 love this album. I love Tiana Taylor. Yes, she deserves the number one spot. Yeah, this album did go number one. And she did get um, the BET Award for, excuse me, uh, the BET Award for Director of the Year, which that to me is man like salute to tiana taylor she she does she can do it all she's like i said she's one of those artist artists and i can't wait to see you know her direct more music videos because i know she directed the the video on the keep that same energy i can't remember the name of the record but it was the one that she uh what, did the video and, and which one was that the one with, with asap in it the one with ghostface 
Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That that was the remix of um, I think "Gonna Love Me" or "Gonna." Yeah, yeah, yeah. "Gonna Love Me." Yeah, yeah. That's it. So she, I think she directed that video, and that video was dope. Uh, they got Ghostface in it, and I think is it Method Man? Is it Ghostface and Method Man? That's, that's on yeah, that I record. It, I think it's Ghostface and Method Man. Yep. Yeah, it's Ghostface and Method Man. So. The fact that she, you know, was able to direct that and she's been directing other music videos, man, she, she, you know, she's, like I said at the beginning of this episode, Black Excellence, saluted to Tiana Taylor. Um, this album is phenomenal. It's great. And it's it's going to stay in my rotation. I don't know about you, but yep. I'm going to continue to listen to this album. Yep. I do think that this is going to be the album that's going to get people to recognize Tiana Taylor's talent. I do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, I mean, I, I mean, we we only the year is only halfway, like we, we got another half of the year to go. But so far for me, this is top top album, honestly, of the year. Like, um, as far as just like I don't know if I want to just like include hip hop albums. I don't know, but this is definitely like Probably top five albums so far. Oh man, you you mean yeah? So you're gonna have to expand yeah. on that one. So you mean oh, like just R and B, just overall music? Just oh man, oh yeah. man. For me, it's it's top five right now. Yeah, th- this album is great, but I don't I don't know if I can I don't know if I can go that far. I'm gonna have to look at my uh man because I because when we do our mid year episode, when we talk about all the music that we've been listening to. Man, it's it's some phenomenal stuff mm, that's that you know this year. Or, or maybe, or you know what? Because I I, I had I had to think about that again. Because I, I might have to reevaluate that with, with the albums. Maybe R and B albums. It might be top five R and B albums possibly. Yeah, because yeah, saying, saying, saying top five albums in music just this year is kind of hard. Because I'm think I just thought about some albums as I said that, and I was like, oh wait. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say right now, for right now, it's like because we still got another, we still got another half of the year to go. For right now, it's top five in R&B for me. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, salute to Tiana Taylor, man. You know, if you're listening, we love you. I know you're not listening, but if you are, we love you. You're amazing. Uh, shout out to Iman. Shout out to everybody over there. Good music. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Salute to Tiana Taylor. Keeping keeping on with the with the good music, man. Uh, Wale EP came out, and you know, Wale. We we I feel like we've been talking about Wale a lot this year. We we've yeah. been having a lot of conversations about Wale, and we still have a whole nother conversation that we have to have about Wale. Uh, so I guess we should just get the positive out of the way and then we'll get to the negative stuff later on. Uh, so Wale dropped his EP and, you know, just going through it, you know, I'm, I'm in the same place that I've been with Wale. It's just, I don't understand. I don't understand why Wale is in the position that he's in because 
some of the records that are on this EP and going back to what I said earlier about how, you know, I like to put together a list of the best songs that have come out. And, you know, Wale has some records on here that I feel like are some of the best records of the fucking year. Yep. Yep. I'm going to just say that right off the bat. Um, you know, this this is one of those this is one of those EPs, you know, I hate COVID. I hate the coronavirus because this is one of those EPs where, you know, you throw it on and it, it's good summertime music. Like This is just good summertime outside yeah. at the barbecue. Yes. Black Afrocentric music. Like, that's yes. what this is. Yes, yes. And, you know, I knew, you know, looking at the cover with the, the car burning and, you know, all the riding stuff that's been going on, I knew it was going to be some shit on here. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, it's some shit on here. <laughs> you yeah, know, he, 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 he came with it. He's getting straight to it. And, you know, Wale is nothing short of incredible when it comes to being a lyricist. And I just want to go straight to that June 5th uh, Queens and Gods record. My God, my God, Wale. I feel like if J. Cole releases that, J. Cole is the God MC. If Kendrick releases that, Kendrick is the God MC. And I just feel like Wale doesn't get that same treatment, which we've said this several times before. But that June 5th Queens and Gods record, I right now, that, that is in... I'm putting that in my top five best songs of the year. And it's, it's that it's, it's walking in the snow, run the jewels. Uh, mm-hmm. Royce of five nine has a record on the allegory called uh, upside down. Mm-hmm. And, um, Oh, and then let, don't even get me started on sky zoo. Don't even get me uh, started on the sky zoo EP that just came out, man. Listen, the man, Wale, we man, I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to save it because we're we're gonna get into the Huawei conversation, you know, on the next episode with all his label issues and all of that. But mm-hmm. if Huawei is producing this kind of music at this caliber, mm-hmm. I really don't. At this point, I'm just thinking, you know, Huawei just needs to. He's being marketed in the in the wrong way, and yes, I'm trying not to to get too deep into this conversation because I want to wait, like I just said. But man, like I, I, I don't get it. Like I don't understand. I don't I, I don't get it. Like I don't I don't I don't I don't understand like why Wale is not connecting. Bro, I I don't I don't but I've been saying this for years because like I just man, it, it really I don't know, bro. It seeing Wale like seeing his interviews seeing him put out music and not get the recognition. Hey, bro, it's painful, bro, because it's like I've I've been saying, I was like, why are people sleeping on how great Wale is? I, I'm going to continuously give Wale his flowers while he's alive. I, I, oh my gosh, dude is ridiculous. He's consistent. He's a real lyricist. He's black, Afrocentric, like he, he, he like the blackest like the blackest artist, like when it comes to just uh, the culture, and then the fact that he's African, uh, Nigerian in particular, like he's just 
he black black like he when he talks about black people he he talks about black people like and man yeah man it's just it's sad and, and yeah and it's like you said it's if a j cole if kendrick put this out it would be it would be perceived so different it, it, and people would receive it in a different way and um yeah man i just i really hate that for wale like cuz i'm such a huge fan and i'm talking about I'm as big of a Wale fan as I am a Kendrick fan, as I am a J. Cole fan, as I am a big Crip fan. I uh, like, yes, he he needs to be talked about more. And yeah, they they just don't put him high enough. I just and yeah, yeah, man, they they really do Wale really dirty. Yeah, and I you know part of me part of me wants to say that you know he has a foot in him being in the situation that he's in. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, you know, in the next episode, but you know, this EP, it's a, it's a very, very musical EP and, you know, just going through it, you know, if you're somebody who doesn't pay attention, it it can sound, you know, just like another one of those, you know, you know, just, you know, uh, uh, EPs that you just turn on and you're just dancing and having a good, having a good time. But he's actually saying some shit over these, over these uppity, you know, upbeat type of records. He really has a lot to say. And like I said, man, that 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 June fifth Queens and Gods that that record, like the stuff that he's talking about on that is ridiculous. And the empty wishing well, you know, Mm -hmm. where he's talking about, you know, uh, you know, black people are everything. You know, we are the culture. Everything comes from us and man it's it's some shit on here man it's some shit on here and you can you can always hear you know Wale's frustration you know he always has somewhere in in his music where he points out that he's frustrated with the situation that he's in you know i think it was on empty wishing well where he was mm-hmm. talking about uh, a lot of these artists are putting out music but he's better than everybody and, you know, I mean, I, I understand why Wale feels like that. I get why he feels like he's better than everybody. I understand because when you have a song like that June 5th, Queens and Gods, that right there kind of kind of shows like I'm better than all you niggas. And I don't I don't know why I'm not getting my just due. So. Yeah, yes, man. Sir. Yeah, man, this in the in the shit don't stop record. That record was dope to me. It's, it's a real short one, but he's talking about, um. You know, I'm still alive. That means somebody must have prayed for me, man. That that shit is that shit is great. Like that shit yeah. is so great to me. And yeah, man. I yeah. Salute to Wale. We know you're not listening, but salute to you, sir. Yes, you're great. Always, always salute to Wale. I'm a huge, huge fan. Yeah, man. I knew I knew that when he first tweeted that he was gonna drop an EP, I already knew. It was gonna be some amazing shit. So, oh yeah. And like I keep saying, man, if y'all didn't get to hear, wow, that's crazy. Please do yourself a favor, go back and listen to the album. It just came out last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't like listening to you know because we 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 live in a time now where an album comes out and it's older people in two weeks. So if you're one of those people, you know. Shut up and just go listen to some to, to some good music. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, just, I don't know. Go check it out. Yeah, man. I, You know what? I, I'm never that, I don't know. It's hard for me to be that way with music. Like, I can't, I can't, something can't be old to me after two weeks. I give things so many listens. I, I have to go back and listen and listen and listen and listen again just because, I don't know, I, I just, I don't go with the way the world listens to music. I go with, like, my own flow of just listening to music. And for me, I have to just, like, I, I go back to albums from last year, 2018, 2017, uh, like, yeah, 2019, and just, I yeah, I just, I go back, I go back year, year two, three years, 90s, whatever, I Something is good. I'm going to continuously listen to it. There's no time limit. Time limit on music for me. It's just, yeah. Go listen to that album, uh, people by Wale. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, great album. And you know, I feel like that album is more relevant now with the mm-hmm. content that's on there than it was whenever it came out. With everything that's going on right now, I think right now is the, is the best time to play that album loud so that everybody can hear it. Yeah, man. He's always ahead of his time. It's almost like he's like a prophet with music. It's it's insane. Yeah, salute to Wale. Um, Beyonce released... Um, Black Parade. Uh, what do you think about this this record that she put out? So at the uh, first, like at the the first listen, um, I was like, oh, okay, it's okay. Um, it's one of those records for me. You have to like play it a couple a few times. But my first initial li- listen, I was just like, uh, it's okay. I felt like when I first heard it, I was like, it felt like it just kind of was just put together in a sense. But then I had to listen to it again. But um, I, I think for me, it's a thing where I think the concept is better than the actual song. Uh, what about you? Man, I'm surprised. I loved it. When I first turned it on, I, I loved it. I, I love the record. I love Beyonce's vocals on it. And mm-hmm. it's rare that you get that because I, I don't really care. Musically, I don't care for Beyonce like that. I know that she is, you know, one of the greatest performers ever, probably mm-hmm. possibly the greatest performer ever. And, you know, she she can do no wrong to a lot of people. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I first turned this song on, I was just like, man, this is dope. This is great. I like it. I like everything about the record. I think it's a very, very black record. And Mm -hmm. I think that just off of listening to this record, this visual album that she's about to drop, she's about to fucking snap. I can tell you right now. Oh, my God, man. I saw that preview, and oh, my God. But no, that's what I'm saying. That that first initial listen, I was like, uh. But when I listened to it a couple times, I was like, Okay, I like it. I it for some for for me it sometimes it takes a few listens for me to to catch on or and like something. But um, 
Yeah. But no, I, I like the record. And uh yeah, after seeing that preview uh for the uh like the visual album that she's gonna drop, man, I'm I'm ready. Beyonce, we ready. Yeah, she looks like she's about to she's about to snap. She looks like she's about to expose some shit. She looks like she's about to take everything back to her roots, just like she was saying in that song. Man, it this this is gonna be I can't wait. I can't wait. And I remember when the uh the lemonade visual came out. Oh even man. though Yeah, I remember when the lemonade visual came out and you know, anytime Beyonce does something, man, the world stops. You know, that only happens for a few people. Uh, Drake, her. Uh, that shit, that's pretty much it. Damn. <laughs> at one point, Kanye. <laughs> yeah, at one point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, when she, she puts this visual out, I think this is about to be... It's about to be some crazy, some craziness. And You know, <laughs> you know what's so crazy? To me, it's like, even if there's a song I don't like, when she puts a visual with it, it seems like, I don't know, it's like the song becomes better or something. Even if there's a song, I'm just like, it's okay. I'm like, when I see the visual for it, I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because that one song on Lemonade where she was saying, uh, she was pointing out Jay-Z cheating and she was rapping in the garage, with mm-hmm. the with the braids, that shit was trash. That shit, <laughs> that shit was trash. But the video, the video made it like, all right, like I see, I see what you're saying. Like I, I get it. I understand. I understand why you're so angry. But that song is trash. Like to me, like like that, like the like the uh the what's the like the who won the world girls. I don't like the song, but when I saw the video, I was like, this video fire, like. Like yeah, that's the thing about Beyonce. You cannot like a song, even though it's a lot of music by Beyonce that I love. But it's like you could, but even if it's like a few songs here and there that you don't like, once you see the visual for it, you'd be like, that actually kind of made me like the song a little bit more. Like it's just, or I don't know if it's just seeing the visual that's doing something to you psychologically that's making you like the song more or something. But it's just like. For some reason, that just—I guess—it increases my like for that song or something. I don't know. I guess Beyonce yeah. just has a way of doing that. Yeah, that's the Illuminati. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but, um, uh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, man, I can't wait to see this visual. You know, anytime Beyonce does something, I feel like it's—it's it's amazing. Um, all oh, jokes yeah. aside, all jokes aside, you know, Beyonce, Beyonce is an amazing artist. Uh, she's an amazing visual artist. She's a great performer. So I know whatever, whatever we're about to get with this visual is going to be nothing short of incredible. So um, salute to Beyonce. Can't wait for that. And this supposed fabulous and Jadakiss battle, is this happening? They're saying it's going to happen. I'm I'm praying that it's going to happen. But if this happens, you know, it's so crazy because it's like if this happens, it's so hard because, I mean, I feel like Fabulous has more hits. But then again, I don't know because it's like I don't know if Jadakiss is going to play 
songs by the locks and or just by him just music by himself uh but either way i'm like a huge fan of both of them so i'm hoping that they do it because it'll be great for the culture and low-key it's been a minute since a versus battle yeah it has and i'm disappointed because where the fuck is the dre and diddy battle at right i'm i'm waiting on that because they said that was coming and yeah, man. Uh, I guess we just, I guess it's just a waiting game right now. So we'll just have to wait and see. But um, yeah, yeah. I really hope Dre and Diddy do their battle. And uh, but uh, yeah, if this fabulous versus Jada Kiss is going to happen, I I definitely want to see it. I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be uh tuning in if they are going to do it. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna be tuning in for this. And yeah, it's it's like what you said. I, I fabulous. You know, I was I was looking at a list of hits that fabulous has and i don't know it looks like it's gonna be a long day for jadakiss now jadakiss is a god mc to me he's one of the greatest mm-hmm. mcs of all time mm-hmm. uh jadakiss does not have i have to say this every single time i speak about jadakiss jadakiss does not have a whack verse never heard it ne- so, nowhere on anyone's record i've never heard a bad jadakiss record i i will put this out I, I will make a statement there is i have never ever Heard a bad Jadakiss record. Yeah, Jadakiss has no whack verse. Now, as far as hits go, though, this is going to be whack verse. That's what I meant. No whack verses. Yeah, this is going. This is going to be a long day for Jadakiss. I'm gonna just be honest with you right now. It's going to be a long day because <laughs> you know, fabulous. You know, he has into you. Uh, throw it in the bag. Man. Make me better. Long, um, he has uh, what's that one record? Uh, Breathe that Just Blaze did. Oh, lord, yep, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a long day for Jadakiss. I mean, Jadakiss, he he has some stuff that I feel like he can pull out the trick bag, but Fabulous was that guy at one point. Like, um, when I think about Ja Rule kind of doing mm-hmm. all the stuff that he was doing with like the RB. Singers and stuff like that. I think Fabulous has a lot of those too. So yep. it's going that it's going to be a long day for Jadakiss uh, for that. But it's gonna. I think what's gonna happen with that is Jadakiss is gonna have to get into his um. Excuse me. He's gonna have to get into his feature bag and pull some features out about the bag. Because I'm oh, thinking yeah. like if he if he can if he can get in there and do like New York. With Ja Rule and Fat Joe, I think that'll be a heavy hitter. Oh yeah, I think um, the 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 Jennifer Lopez, uh, Jenny from the Block, with uh, him and Styles P, that's gonna be a big one. Yeah, uh, we gonna make it with Styles P. That's that's gonna be a heavy hitter. So I think, uh, and oh my God, how could I forget about Why with Anthony Hamilton? Oh Lord, that's a classic. That's a classic song. So. Yeah, I, I mean, he could he could hit him with some heavy hitters, but it's it, man, Fab just Fab has a lot of shit. It's gonna it, it's gonna be a long day for Jadakiss. I'm gonna just say that. Yep, I I agree. Yeah, as far as as far as the hits, definitely. But yeah, like I said, there is no whack Jadakiss verse that I've ever heard. And if you feel like there's one, please show me because I don't think it exists. Yeah, it doesn't exist. But um, 
yeah, man. Salute to all of them guys, man. Salute to Beyonce. Salute to Tiana Taylor. Salute to Jadakiss Fabulous. Um, yeah, that's that's really all I got on my end. Uh, did you have anything that you felt like we needed to cover? Uh, no, I think we pretty much covered everything. Well, all right. Y'all know it's TNT. And we want to thank y'all for listening to episode 15 of our wonderful hip-hop commentary podcast. And we'll be right back at you with another one. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.